0: The following, the following, rated R, rated R, rated. rated, rated The following. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Rated R for Rants. This episode is kind of inspired by something that recently happened. As of recording today, uh, there was a thing that came out that I seen on Twitter, and this brought about the whole topic. The title of the podcast is "Sold on a Dream." And it's a very broad topic, I'm using that kind of as a tagline to talk about what the real problem is. And we're going to start off with basically how developers will tell you one thing before release, and then after release, you kind of get fucked over and they do whatever they want. And or, in the case of the main reason why this podcast is a thing this week, is Control's new Ultimate Edition. Now, I've seen it all over Twitter, and I didn't realize what the big deal was, but I ran into it. Basically... Control's new Ultimate Edition, and I've heard nothing but good things about Control. I mentioned in a recent news video, it is the best game that no one's ever played, because a lot of people talk really highly about Control, but I've never met anyone that played the game, and I've never watched anyone play the game. Uh, I've heard nothing but good shit, and I had full plans to play it. Notice how I said full. Let me get through this first. I read up on it, and basically, if you buy... They're... 505... And Remedy are releasing an Ultimate Edition version of Control for $40. And if you buy the Ultimate Edition of Control, you will get a free upgrade on the next-gen consoles. Now, there's a lot of games right now that are doing this smart delivery system, as I think Xbox coined it, where you get an upgraded version of a game you previously bought on a new console. Well, praise thing. Okay, that's cool. Uh, You get the new version of the game on the new console when it comes out. Well, here's the kicker. You only get the free upgrade if you buy the Ultimate Edition. If you bought the game on release, you do not get the free upgrade. Now, they went about this the wrong way. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with creating an Ultimate Edition. There's nothing wrong with making an Ultimate Edition for $40. And there is nothing wrong with them wanting to release it again on next generation of consoles. But the problem here is your early adapters are getting fucked over. Your biggest fans of your game are basically being told, eh, buy it again if you want to play it again on the new consoles. So your new, and it makes no sense really because your older fans, the people who loved your game, the people who bought it on release are the people who would probably want to play it again on the new consoles because it's a single-player experience. It's not a multiplayer game, not something people are going to play over and over and over again. And if you buy the Ultimate Edition... Now, when it releases, it's not long until we get new consoles, or I don't know when the new console release is set to come out. I assume it's going to come out on console release. So, people that buy it now are going to get a new version. People that bought it back when are not, even though the people that are buying it now are going to play through it and aren't going to want to play through it so fucking soon. But your people who love it, early adopters and fans who might want to play through it again with better graphics, you know, maybe a year down the line, they don't get to. It makes no sense uh, that they would do it that way, like, because of the reasons I've explained, and once again, it just fucks over your early adopters. It fucks over your biggest fans of your game. I just don't understand that. If you're going to release an Ultimate Edition, if you're going to release on a next-gen console, that's fine. But you either need to do all or fucking nothing. You don't get to do halfway. You don't get to fuck over the player base that allowed you to re-release it over and over and over again and make more and more and more money. You don't get to fuck them over just because you want to make a little more money on the top. And your biggest fans are probably still going to buy the new fucking upgrade so that they can play it again. And that's fucked up. The new people are paying $40... To get the game and the expansions. It's a year old, that's fine. Your original adopters paid $60 for the game plus your expansions. So, also, the people that paid more are getting fucked over because they bought in early. So, you're buying late for less of a price with everything included and you get a free upgrade. Now, how is that fucking fair? All you've done is completely... Fuck over the player base who was insanely loyal to you and your release. So why? Why? It's all in the need of money. And it once again proves the main point of this, of early adopting in video games makes no sense. Adopting early, buying early in the video game industry only comes to bite you on the ass. The publishers, mostly the publishers, but also developers, so sell you on the promise of this is going to happen. They sell you on the dream of what can be, of what will be. But if you wait, you wait a year, you will get a better experience with no bugs in it. You will get a complete experience with all of the expansions released. And you will get it even cheaper with, in this case, and some other cases that I've seen before, extra fucking perks. So I ask you this. If everything in this game, everything in the industry tells you to wait, tells you to give it a year, why do we buy early? Why do we continue to buy games early? And I do it as well. But why do we continue to do it? We keep letting the video game industry get the best of us. And with these simple tactics that anyone who looks hard enough can notice because it's so fucking obvious that. We can avoid this and we can get the upper hand. And if we all start waiting a year for release, shit's going to change. They'll stop fucking over people that wait. It's just this is a prime example of an issue I have with the industry. And because of this, I had I had plans to play control. I was going to play control. I planned on buying control. Now, I could buy the ultimate edition for $40 with both expansions and get a free upgrade. I'm a late adopter. That's great for me. It's good for me. But because of this, I have decided I will not play Control. I'm not going to play through Control because of how they fucked up. And most people aren't going to do this. I'm going to be one of the only few that will decide to do this because it's going to help a lot of people that are new adopters. It benefits new adopters. But the the thing they pulled, it's just not interesting to me. And if I buy it now and give them more money, it's just reinforcing the fact that, oh shit, yeah, this is a great way to do it. We're going to make more money from this. I went from... Yeah, I'm going to play Control. I'm excited to play Control. I've been waiting a year to play Control. Normally, what I do is the games that I miss out on the previous year, I wait until next year's Christmas when everything goes on sale and I pick them all up. Shit that I wasn't extremely excited for or hyped for. Because, once again, the video game industry has trained us that the longer you wait, the better experience and game overall you will receive. It's better to wait than it is to adopt early. So I was going to wait. But now I've decided I'm not going to wait. So good job. You lost my fucking purchase. And Prey is just the most recent example of this. We have been getting sold on a dream for the longest time. The biggest one I can think of is Star Citizen. Now, I don't know enough about Star Citizen to completely talk about it. I I don't play it right now. It's still unbaked. It's still unfinished. I know there's a single player version coming out. Single player story campaign coming out. We don't know when. Uh, We probably never will know when if we even get it. Star Citizen was is the prime example of being sold on a dream, but it is not the only one. There are plenty of games that I've sold, that I've played, that when I was sold on a dream, I was sold on a promise that it will improve, or you will get this. It doesn't matter how it releases. In the famous words of Todd fucking Howard, it doesn't matter how it releases. It matters where the end goal is, where you get to, how it ends. No, it's not. You wanna know why? Because who the fuck would trust the video game industry? To produce something well at the end. Because once they have your money, it doesn't matter if they drop off the face of the earth and never fucking touch it again. It doesn't matter if they leave you high and dry and never fulfill on the promise that was given to you. They don't care. They got their money. They got what they needed. And that's the video game industry in a whole with that. So being sold on a dream is not fucking good for us as a consumer. But it's great as a fucking video game developer they can say oh we have this feature coming let me me give me a good example okay destiny destiny is one of my favorite games if not my favorite game of all time i'm not saying it's the best game i've ever played far from it it's flawed and i will talk about it in this but it is my favorite game of all time destiny is another good example of being sold on a dream when destiny 1 launched it was in such a pathetic state and bungie kept telling us we will fix it we will make it better and they did progressively fix it and make it better They kept on selling us on, it's okay, we got new shit, we're listening, we're gonna fix it. We all listened, we went along with it, and they continued to fix it incrementally. Destiny 2 is coming out. And we're all excited, oh my god, it's a new version of Destiny. Hey, we've been listening, we know what you want, this is Destiny 2, this is a new expansion, take everything we've learned and put it into this. We were sold on Dream. We were sold on, we expect this to be good. Turns out, as everyone knows now, Destiny 2 launched in a pathetic an unfinished version. Now, we are how many years? Two, three years into Destiny 2. And Destiny 2 is in a better state than it was at launch, but still not in a great state. And we are constantly still with Destiny being sold on the dream of we're listening. We are going, and they even said the magic words of we are going to make it an RPG. They said that. We are going to make it an MMO. Eh, yeah, guess y- y- what we want. That's what we want to hear. But since you've said that, have you done anything to reinforce that? No. There's a new expansion coming out, Beyond Light. And once again, they're selling us on the dream of we're finally going to get what we want. We're finally going to get the game that we want. Now, will we? Who the fuck knows? Showing Destiny's track record, probably not. But just promising that more and more and more, and we will give you what you want. Don't worry. It's keeping people playing. And that's an example of at least a game is continuing it and not giving up. They're continuing to push forward, and do more. Look at a game like Anthem. Anthem was promised to be fucking amazing before release. It released half fucking baked. I remember being so excited for that game and then seeing the little bit of gameplay they showed and then being like, oh, yeah, that's not a lot of gameplay. They're not showing a lot about that game. And it's EA. And it's not even real Bioware. It's Bioware by name, but none of the same people are still fucking there. Oh, I'm worried. Oh, I'm not buying this game. And thank God I didn't because it was half baked. And they promised, they promised they were going to fix Anthem. They were going to do everything they could to fix Anthem. They have pretty much given up on Anthem. I mean, the player base has given up on Anthem. But that doesn't matter. Even if there's one person playing Anthem, you owe it to that one fucking person to fix the mess that you fucking released because you released it in the broken state. You charged people for that. You deceived people. You sold them on the dream and they all bit your job to fix it now. I think there's a very small team of probably double-digit people still working on Anthem, but it's never going to be what they said it was going to be. It's never going to be what it was supposed to be because they don't care now. They've made their money and they're not going to make any more money. And even though it's morally wrong to stop, even if nobody's fucking playing it, it is your job because you sold us this. You sold people on the idea You promised it was good, and it was going to be all what we all wanted, and then when it wasn't, you promised that you were going to make it better. You promised that you were going to do right by the player base and make it the game that everyone wanted. It was a lie. They didn't do it. They're not going to, and I mentioned earlier Fallout 76. Fallout 76 is one of the biggest fucking lies we've had in a long time. Despite, oh, I got a good one I want to talk about as well, I just thought of one, but Fallout 76 released in a broken state. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of similarities between these things. And they're going to fix it, they're going to fix it. Wastelanders took forever to come out, and I'm sorry, but no one cares about Fallout 76, you sold us on a lie. You released Fallout with no NPCs. They thought that people would want to play multiplayer Fallout to run around and kill each other like it's fucking Call of Duty. Todd Howard said this, that they didn't think people would want NPCs. They would just want to PVP. They didn't think that in a multiplayer Fallout, people would want Fallout, which is fucking insane to me. Because you know what people did? They didn't PVP. They just wanted to fucking explore the world with their friends. That's all people wanted to do. But they didn't mention shit like that, how there was nothing, how it wasn't even basic. It was a Fallout in fucking name and the visuals. That's it. Otherwise, it wasn't a fucking Fallout game. And more failures have happened. Look at a game like Battlefield 5. Live services. Live services are the fucking bane of being sold on a dream. We're going to support this game for a long time to come. How do you know that's not a lie? It releases half-baked. Don't worry. We've got a roadmap. And a roadmap is a fancy way of saying, uh, we're just going to string you along until we know exactly what the fuck we're doing. The roadmap means nothing. Anthem had a roadmap. That's fucking gone. Fallout 76 had a roadmap. Pretty sure that's fucking gone. Battlefield 5 had a roadmap. And then EA decided, fuck, we're not making any extra money off of this. Uh, hey, we're done supporting Battlefield 5. It took us half of the roadmap to fix what we fucking fucked up on release and the other half of the roadmap to start to add features that people actually fucking wanted. And then by the time they got to a decent spot, they figured, eh, we're not making more money. Let's drop it. So The promise that you gave the people that you sold the game to was broken. You lied. Not only did they not get what they wanted in the end, they never got what they, they're never going to get what they wanted. And that's just fucked. You stopped supporting a game when you said it was a live service, and you're going to support it for a long fucking time. So right now, they're supporting no Battlefield games? It's crazy that Battlefront 2, I'm pretty sure, is still getting updates, or was still getting updates after Battlefield 5 died. It came out before, and it lasted longer. Battlefront 2, that mess of a microtransaction-injected shitshow, that embarrassment of a fucking IP to the whole video game industry, the thing that caused EA to come up with the term surprise mechanics and had every fucking government, most European governments, fucking going at their throats to get fucking answers. That lasted longer. That had a longer lifespan than Battlefield 5. Isn't that fucking amazing? Another really good one, and I've got a list of this, and I'm going to talk about a couple of just to give good examples. Ark. Ark is a fucking embarrassment of a video game. I have played a lot of fucking Ark. Let me just say that. I no longer play Ark because it. I turned a blind eye and played it and complained, but it just got to a point where I couldn't do it. They did shit like went into early access and sold a fucking DLC. They sold DLC for an early access game for $40, which is fucking insane. Even when they released ARC, it wasn't fucking released. It was in the same shape that it was when the game was in fucking alpha. It was still broken. It was still buggy. It didn't work. They sold a Nintendo Switch version of the fucking game, and it didn't fucking work. Who would have thought? It doesn't run on fucking modern consoles. It doesn't run on a fucking PC, yet you release it on a fucking Switch? To be fair, who the fuck expected that to work? But come on! Fuck Wildcard and fuck Ark. That's why I wouldn't touch Atlas, and Atlas, cool game. I played a lot of Ark, and I'm like, oh, that could be fun to play with friends. Nope! You fucking lied. Ark was a half-baked mess and it still is, and they've released another DLC, and they're constantly releasing shit, and they're charging out the ass for this broken, buggy, lie-fest of a fucking video game. Apparently, I didn't know this recently until a little cousin of mine came and talked to me, but there's a mobile port of arc and I laughed. And he is fucking 13, and he laughed with me, saying, I don't get why this is a thing. It doesn't fucking run. Once again, sold on the dreams and the promises of this is going to work, and you're going to get what you want, and we're going to fix it. They never fix it. They give up. So how do we combat this as consumers, then? We combat this by just stopping. Stop buying the shit early. The earlier... We buy these games. The worst situation we are in. If we waited a year to buy Battlefield 5, and you're going to miss out on some multiplayer fun, but if you wait a year to buy everything, you'll have time being filled, so it'll be fine. You would have seen the full state of what it was in. You would have seen it in its complete state, and been like, eh, is it worth buying now? They didn't do what they said. It's not finished. And also, even if you're like, you know what? Fuck it, I still want to buy it. You'll get it at half price at least. You'll get it cheaper. Destiny. If you waited to buy into Destiny, Destiny's free. And I say free with quotes. I went over this in a whole fucking episode. If I still have to pay for every fucking season, it's not free. But I've done that in a whole fucking rant of another podcast. If you waited a year for Anthem, you just wouldn't have bought fucking Anthem. Say Fallout seventy six. If you want if you if you love Fallout, nothing Fallout's a fucking mess anyway. Uh Bethesda games are just fucking mess. Bethesda published not published. Developed games. Publishers are great. The developer, the Bethesda's developers are fucking garbage. Uh, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, they're just underbaked shit for the most part. That's what they've been for a long time. They don't care. Uh, they sell on the name, really. But even if you wanted more Fallout with Fallout 76, you could have waited until Wastelanders and made an educated decision and bought it for $10 or just went into GameStop and they'd probably just give you a fucking copy because they just want to give away those fucking things. If you waited a year for Ark, Oh, you had to wait fucking five You see the end of arc, but the longer you wait, the better experience you will get. You will have more of an educated, you know, uh, idea of what you want to buy, of what's good to buy, and you will get it cheaper. You don't have to worry about, oh, is this game going to lie? Are they going to fuck me over? Are they actually going to deliver on their roadmap? Because they probably won't. And you don't have to worry about it. You can just sit back, wait, save some fucking money and save yourself the aggravation of getting fucked over by this industry because everything they tell you oh pre-order and you get this i'm sorry i bought prey for an example two years after release off of amazon and guess what was in the cover the pre-release content, the pre-order content. You don't have to pre-order, dude. It comes with fucking everything. So that's not a reason. If you want the pre-order bonuses, it's okay. How many Call of Duties now pre-order now to get fucking Nuketown? If you pre order to or not, if you buy it a year later, every single fucking copy comes with Nuketown. And that's just how the video game industry works. They lie about that shit. Pre-order bonuses are always in there. And other pre-order bonuses... Ever good enough to give a fuck, really? I want to go over real quick. Marvel Avengers, that was shown off. And the beta, as I'm recording this, just happened and we saw what exactly kind of game it is. It's a Destiny-like game where you're chasing fucking loot. And I'll... Oh my god, you're looking for fucking upgraded numbers in a fucking Marvel Avengers game? It's as stupid as it was in God of War. It makes no goddamn sense, but that's the easiest way, and most familiar way, and casualified way. And there's bullshit, like, you can get a costume for either Verizon Wireless or Virgin Media. You can rock and support your favorite fucking fucking... Phone provider? And why? Why? And there are people that are gonna brag about that shit. Oh look at me, I've got this new exclusive skin that no one else can get. Congratulations. Not only are you a fucking dipshit, you're a walking advertisement. You're playing into their hands. You're putty in their hands and they love it. You are the kind of dipshit that they fucking love. But that game is gonna be sold on Oh look. It's Marvel Avengers. We all know how you all love Marvel Avengers. You love the movies. Even though they're all the same fucking thing. Every single time. The same plot line. They never change. And they... It's basically movies for fucking children. Is what they are. But grown adults love them. Uh, Moving past that... They're selling you on that and it's going to be a complete and utter shit show. Wait a year for that game. You probably won't want to buy it and if you do, you'll get it for fucking $20. That game's going to drop so quick because no one's going to give a fuck and it's a live service game. That game is going to be a mess. That is a game that is being sold on a fucking dream and there are many more things in 2020 that are selling on fucking promises and fucking dreams. Just look towards the new... Fucking consoles, okay? How long are we gonna be fed this fucking bullshit of it releases holiday 2020? How long are we gonna get that? How long are we gonna be told that until we are given a fucking release date? Until we are given fucking prices? I am so sick and tired of it's gonna be holiday 2020. It's gonna be holiday 2020. Everything's holiday 2020. We don't know when anything releases, we don't know any prices. They're just betting on us getting fucking tired and not caring anyway. They don't care. Because they know a lot of people don't care. They're going to buy the new consoles no matter what. Even though shit like Microsoft. Halo Infinite recently got delayed. That's another game being sold on a fucking dream is Halo Infinite. It's selling on past fucking glory. The multiplayer is going to be free, which, I mean, okay, so what's the reason to buy the campaign? Oh, all the stories before the campaign of that game, okay, they've already said Infinite is not just a name. It's a play on what it is. They do not plan on releasing another Halo game for a long time. It is a live service Halo game. And from what I understand, that doesn't stretch to just multiplayer. That stretches to single player as well. So they're going to continue and add to it over time. It's an open world from what I've seen. It looks... Under fucking developed and they just delayed it, so maybe they'll fix that. But that game is gonna be, and it's a free multiplayer. Dude, how many microtransactions are gonna be stuffed in that fucking mess? Halo 5 had annoying and stupid fucking microtransactions. What do you think they're gonna do in a free multiplayer made by 343 after Halo 5? It's gonna be a mess, it's gonna be a shit show. And the consoles, so what's my reason to buy an Xbox this fucking holiday season? Huh? It's releasing with nothing. But they're betting on you're not going to think about that. You're just going to think of Halo Infinite. And they're going to keep pushing Halo Infinite. Oh, they're going to keep pushing Halo Infinite. And they're not going to want to mention constantly, oh, Halo Infinite got delayed so that you buy one anyway. Selling you on the promise of this console is going to have something. Xbox keeps saying, we have all these studios. Look at all these games. How many of those games are also releasing on PC? How many of those games that even when you said they're console launch exclusives, that's thing launch exclusive, they're not going to stay on the console. Why would I buy the console? I bet Halo Infinite, not, probably not at launch, but eventually, because all the other Halo games are, will be launching on PC. So I ask you once again, Microsoft, what's the fucking point? Why do I buy it? But they will tell you over and over and over again, buy it. We're going to have good shit for you. Eh, And PlayStation, they're going to have... What, what games are launching on that fucking console? We know Spider-Man is. That's it. That's about it. And Godfall. That's all we know. We're going to have so much. Oh, we're promised Good shit's coming. Good shit's coming. Get ready for holiday 2020. Yay, new console. How long are we going to go in? And we know nothing about when it releases and what's really going to be on it and how much it costs. People need to build it, even if they're going to buy it. People need to save. They need to know how much they're going to save. They need to plan shit out. Because people, not everyone has fucking money to burn where they can do that kind of shit. And why would we adopt early? It goes back to the question of why would we buy early? They don't care. They're not giving us a price or a release date. We can't plan ahead. We can't make an educated decision over an extended period of time. It's going to be like a month before it launches. Here's the release date. Here's how much it is. And we have to hurry up and scramble to get the money and scramble to get one instead of waiting a long time making an educated decision, choosing what you want to buy, and if, that's the big if, you want to buy it on release. It's going to cause fucking panic and people are going to buy it like fucking crazy. That's the fucking plan. And also, Xbox and Sony want to see who announces the price first so the other one can undercut them by probably ten fucking dollars or something stupid like that because that makes a fucking difference. You know what makes a difference? The games. Microsoft already failed. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Let's move on. But all this shit, it once again reinforces the fact of if you want the best experience, why not wait a year? Wait till 2021 to buy your new consoles. You can buy them. They're going to be cheaper. And they'll probably be next next holiday season. They'll be selling them for $100 cheaper, probably at the least. And then you'll have a whole slew of games to choose from. New releases of the year and older releases. Or so You can just buy the older releases, wait a year, and buy the new releases. Despite everything the video game industry tells us, buy early, buy early, pre-order, you get this, you get that, here's all your benefits. The, the, the facts speak otherwise because they continue to fuck us over. They continue to provide just shitty fucking experiences can, compared to waiting. You can get all the DLC, everything, for so much fucking cheaper. Once again, going back around to control that game, was the tipping point for me talking about this topic because it's true if you want the best experience don't listen to the industry wait you know how many games I wait a year two years and play them because it doesn't matter the only there are some games okay a game like let's say cyberpunk 2077 we all know it's going to be of a decent quality and even if it's shit by some fucking odds it's shit you're trusting a good developer. That's the thing. Trust your good developers. Developers you can trust. Developers like CD Project Red. You can trust them. Developers like from Software. You can trust them to put out a good fucking product. There are others. I like Machine Games and id, but Machine Games and id recently for me have been overrun by Bethesda bullshit with the recent releases of Wolfenstein and and Youngblood. And as I like Doom Eternal, but Doom Eternal has its fucking issues and it shows its ass with the influence of Bethesda. So they're not really the best. Rockstar does some very shitty things, but at least, you know, Rockstar games are going to be of a certain quality. And there are some games like Assassin's Creed, which you know how they're going to launch if you really want to play them. Wait a year. Play fucking Odyssey or Origins another time over. And it's basically like playing through fucking Valhalla. Wait a year. Play Valhalla when it's $20 fucking dollars. Because that game, without a fucking doubt, is going to drop in price very, very fucking quickly. But from developers you trust and you know are going to deliver, even if they're doing a live, like CD Projekt Red. Once again, they're releasing a multiplayer version of Cyberpunk 2077 a year or so later, later on. I trust that CD Projekt Red will deliver, and they will give us that multiplayer, even though, once again, it's being sold on a promise. Some promises you can trust. You can trust CD Projekt Red to deliver, and even if something happens where they don't deliver it, they're going to make up for it. I trust them to do what they say that they're going to do. Most developers, I just don't. Wait. Save yourself money. Save yourself heartache. Save yourselves a fucking headache. And stop listening to what the mainstream industry wants. Don't worry about the people at GameStop who are going to bother and pester you. You want to pre-order? You want to pre-order this? You want to pre-order this? Oh, you might not get it. Oh, no, we're going to get it because no one comes to your fucking stores anymore. So even if I don't pre-order it, I can walk in and get it. The day that Animal Crossing and Doom came out, I went in there. Did you pre-order? No, of course I didn't fucking pre-order. Looks, I don't know if we got them. Yes, you fucking do. Look, hey, look, you got them. Not a fucking problem. And those are two games that I wouldn't, I didn't mind getting on release because I trusted the developers to an extent. But waiting is a virtue. Patience is a virtue. We've known that for a long time and the same applies to the video game industry. Use your common sense. People do what's smart. Do what you think you need to do. And just remember, with the video game industry, you are always and constantly being sold on a fucking dream. Now, it's up to you to determine if that dream can come to fruition, or if in reality, it's a nightmare lurking in the shadows that will only come back to bite you in the ass. Dreams can be deceiving. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. This was a fun one to talk about, and I came up with it kind of on the spot, out of nowhere. This wasn't planned, but it turned into a really interesting topic that I enjoy. It's a thing that I've used for a while. I've always waited to play video games unless it's one that I'm really excited for or one that I really want to have an opinion on. So it's something I've always gone by, but it's something that I, I needs to be talked about more and brought up more in common fucking uh, conversations. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to check out all the other episodes available on places like Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, and many, many, many more fucking places that are all in the description or just look up Rated R for Rants at your favorite podcast, Destination. I've talked about shit like Final Fantasy's finale, about Destiny Beyond Salvation, about how fucking stupid EA is in everything they do, shit like how Ubisoft's way of designing video games has spread to the rest of the industry. Just last week, I talked about pop culture gaming, how recent things like Fortnite, and Overwatch have influenced the industry in a bad way and how pop culture gaming has changed over time. A lot of cool and interesting shit's talked about every single Friday. But if you want different and more content from me, you can check me out on YouTube, where I post podcasts and also other unique videos, or on Twitch, where I do streams three times a week. I am on both of those at Smacky, S-S-M-A-C-K-Y. If you want to see clips early from the podcast or just clips from my stream or keep up to me with anything, that I'm fucking doing at the time. I am on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Instagram and TikTok at Smacky once again. Twitter at SmackSeekerRC. S-M-A-C-K-S-E-A-K-E-R-R-C. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Rated R for Rants. I hope you fucking enjoyed it. We'll be back next week for more Rated R for Rants. The following. The following. Rated R. Rated R. Rated R. R, The following.